Hey, Amanda. Hey, Liz. I am ashamed of the number of times I have Googled Jake Gyllenhaal this week. (laughs) (laughs) I would say I'm right there with you. Uh, I know everything there is to know about Jake Gyllenhaal (laughs) at this point. What is that? What is that? What is that? Don't use your phone. I'm speechless. Uh, what are you <laughs> counting down to? Is there a ball? I, I thought my phone was going to explode. I don't know what that was. That was, that was really weird. That was weird. Hold on. Okay. I know everything there is to know about Jake Gyllenhaal at this point. His birthday, his water sign, his blood type, his current girlfriend, who's 25. Oh. Um... Where he keeps that red scarf. (laughs) (laughs) He's still got it in his drawer. He needs to get it back. I mean, what are we going to do with him? I almost feel a little bad for him this week because I know that he's probably just getting hit left and right with just comments and just nonsense from something that happened to him like 11 years ago. How would you feel about that? I don't know, but I don't feel bad for him. (laughs) I'm Amanda, and I'm a boy mom. And I'm Liz, and I'm a girl mom. We're two moms laughing our way through motherhood. Because sometimes you have to laugh to keep from crying. (laughs) I feel really bad saying that, that I don't feel bad for him. I mean, I've listened to the 10-minute version at least 45 times this week. Yeah. I can't believe I have that much time that I've listened to (laughs) it. I was going to say, 450 minutes of your life. I mean, when I first heard that it was 10 minutes, I'm like, I don't have time to listen to a 10-minute song. And now I'm like, well, every time I get in the car, I have to drive somewhere for 10 minutes, so I just listen to it the whole drive. (laughs) But Dylan and I have had multiple arguments this week. We had one on the way to church this morning about Jake Gyllenhaal. Really? Because he thinks I'm being too hard on him. Uh Oh, and he feels really sorry for him. He does? Oh, yeah. He's a guy. Yeah. It's a guy thing. Yeah. Oh, it's a guy thing, Pam. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. He's like, get over it, Taylor. And I'm like... <sighs> well, she wrote the song 10 years ago, she too. Did. So, yeah. I mean, Dylan doesn't understand. Has he ever had his heart truly broken by somebody? I don't think to the extent of what Jake did to Taylor. <laughs> Probably no. not. <laughs> He's not withholding someone's scarf from them and right. wearing it out. I remember that. Like, so I don't listen to Taylor Swift much. Like, I don't, I just kind of got tired of it a little bit, but I still like it. But when I hear about this drama, like the dating drama, it pulls me back in. Mm, mm. Because I watched the short film. Have you watched the short film? So I watched it the night it came out. Like, I think it came out at like seven, and I was somewhere that night, but I came home, I got into bed Mm -hmm. with a glass of wine, and I watched it, and I cried. (laughs) Oh, it's so good, (laughs) isn't it? It's so good. And the girl from Stranger Things is yes, in it. She's so good. And at first, I watched it the first, like, two minutes, and I'm like, where's she from? Where's she from? Yeah. Where's she from? Then I had to pause it. Then I had to Google, yeah. where's she from? And then I realized it was Stranger Things. Good so, for you for yeah. pausing it. I did pause it because so, I needed to be all in. So, <laughs> this is a great lead-in to our weekly recap. So, can I go first? Yes. Because I have just the perfect thing for you. So, the last two episodes, two weeks ago, I made a list of all the things that my made my toddler cry. Mm-hmm. Last week, you made a list of all the things that made your teenager upset. Mm-hmm. This week, I made a list of all the things that I cried about. Oh. So. I probably <laughs> cried about the same things. One of them was the all too well short film. Oh, my god! I was like, this is horrible. And, like, 
but the acting was so good, and like some of the, the argument scene was so powerful to me. I it was, was like, intense. I was there. I was, I was her in that kitchen, and I was in it. And he dropped my effing hand, and I was like, No, you don't. Because he did drop. He her did hand. drop her hand. Okay, and the gaslighting. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Don't make me cry. I believe that Jake dropped her hand. I believe it too. And I'm like, dang, she's brave to give everybody such an insight into that time of her life, like that relationship. That's ooh. Did you hear the story? I'm not going to interrupt your list. No, go ahead. I know this is important. <laughs> this is also I need important. to know. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear the story of how she wrote the song, the 10 minute version? Yeah. On Fallon, like yeah, she told the she whole. She talked about that. Yeah. Oh my word! Then I cried about that. So <laughs> I add that to your list. <laughs> Girlfriend. Short version, she went into, I guess this was like very fresh, Yeah, what had happened with Jake. She went into, I don't think she said his name though, in the Jimmy Fallon interview. But she didn't, but all the things alluded. in the short film are like him. It's him. him it him, looks him, exactly him, like him. Yeah. Um, she went into the studio that day and she was really like down. Yeah. I'm not going to get this perfect, so go watch her clip, but this is the edited Amanda version. Mm-hmm. She was really down. And she was just like, hey, guys, can we play around with this? And then she went on for, like, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And her mom came up to, like, the sound guy and said, hey, did you get that? And he said, of course I did. And he handed her the CD, yeah. her mom. And so her mom was the one who was, like, kept it and so wanted cool. her to release it. I'm like, yeah, I cried about that. So I mean, girlfriend's talented. She, I, I mean. cannot deny I have so much respect for people who perform music, but they wrote it. And that's something I could never do. I mean, I can't sing, but to write a song and perform it, I'm like, that's that's talent. If it's my huge. heart was that broken, yeah, I would probably just eat a pint of ice cream. Yeah, not write a beautiful ten minute song. <laughs> just saying, just saying. <laughs> I mean, anyway, same, yeah. Back to your crime so, list. Yeah, that, sorry, I had to, I had to get that in so, there. <laughs> no, that was good because I wanted to talk about that anyway. Um, so li- list of things that I cried about. Mm-hmm. Um, we had another dress-up week at school. Uh, again? Again. Well, what I was feel this like, one for? I feel like every week, book fair week. You dress up for book fair week? Uh, apparently. Apparently. Every day? Yeah. Liz, I, didn't, I think you need to transfer school. <laughs> I didn't participate. I was like, Reese, you're going to get some stuff from the book fair. We're just going to call it even. I'm good. Like, I can't. I we can't. just buy stuff I at our like, kids' book fair. We don't dress up for well, it. Well, we did that, too. Um... I got three books and two pins for the bargain price of $35. Yeah. <laughs> That's the book fair for you. Yeah. In a nutshell. Yeah. Um, so, okay, list Walgreens. And again, like, I might not have outwardly cried, like, liquid tears about these things. Except but internally, for the I did. Swift well, the Taylor Swift thing. But internally, I might have cried. Um, Walgreens was out of my favorite melatonin sleep aid. Oh. So I had to get a different kind. I was very upset about that because I have this particular one that I love, and it works so well for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just find your yeah. your rhythm, and then nope, it's not there anymore. Because I guess everybody else figured out that that is the best one. Well, maybe I need that one because I don't sleep. Well, well. no, because I've talked about it on this podcast before. It's like the Nature Made Sleep and Recover, and it's just gone. Like I can never find it, and I'm so sad about it. Mm. Uh, leaves kept falling in my yard. You cried about that? <laughs> Maybe internally. Is that because of the Taylor Swift all too well video? It's very fallish <laughs> yeah, no. and the leaves were falling? No, because I have to rake them up. Um, Me and Matt have to, we have ugh. a big old yard. We have really ugh. big front yard and backyard. And we love the trees because like privacy, co- you know, coverage. But also 
trees have the leaves, and the leaves mm. get in my yard, mm-hmm. and I don't like them there. Mm-hmm. They kill the grass. They don't look great. We're hosting people for Thanksgiving. I don't want leaves in my yard. Yeah. But I have to spend hours of my life raking leaves, bagging them up, throwing them away. It's miserable. Does anybody else feel me on that? Like, Matt and I have to do it together because he would probably just, like, collapse if he had to do it by himself. (laughs) I mean, it's a lot. And I would feel bad because I wouldn't see him for a whole day. You know what I mean? So we just take the kids out there and let them run around, and we're just, like, raking leaves. Um, That's how it goes in our house. I'm getting you a leaf blower for Christmas. We have two. So we're trying. It's just a lot of leaves. So anyway. That's the stuff I cried about this week. I'm sorry, Liz. It's okay. What a week. Um, another comment. We got a lot of comments on social this week. The phrase that you were trying to say last week, which you so confidently thought was how the cheese is made, <laughs> is actually how the sausage is made. Oh, yeah. That makes more sense. <laughs> I mean, does it? Because I don't know how either one's made. I don't know how either like, one's made either. <laughs> I don't know. In my mind, it probably takes more time to make cheese right well the waiting period right is really long to make cheese i don't know let's just start it like (laughs) how the cheese is how the cheese is made yeah it's really funny i just kept getting message after message i'm like oh they're on that part of the podcast this week (laughs) it's so funny thanks for letting us know guys (laughs) um so i have two more little things isla my two-year-old has started to use a phrase all the time. Did your kids do this? No. Where mm-hmm. they just start to use this phrase, and it's like a new phrase, it's so it's my favorite. cute. Yeah. Hers is, hey, what's the big idea? Aww. <laughs> I'm like, have you been watching, like, 1940s mobster movies? Yeah. Like, where did this come from? <laughs> so, reminds me of the guy, in, I don't I think mean, he says this, but the guy in Home Alone, who's on the video... You know when he's watching the oh, video? Oh, Rat Bait? Yeah, yeah, the fake movie. It sounds yeah. like something he would yeah. say. Yeah, it's pretty much like, she's like a little mobster now. That's hey, what's the big idea? <laughs> see? You know, yeah. she's like, I mean, she didn't say the C part. That That's was hilarious. But I Googled the phrase, and it actually originated with the Three Stooges. Oh, And I'm yeah. like, is Isla digging into the vault? <laughs> like, where is she? I've been watching the Three Stooges. Or, I don't, I don't know anybody who says that, so maybe it's another kid at school. That's hilarious. It's so funny. But every time I do anything, she doesn't like, what's the big idea? And I'm like, I don't know what the idea is. To strap you in the car so you can ride around legally, maybe? (laughs) She doesn't want me to put her seatbelt on. It's a thing. Um, And then the other funny thing, so like I mentioned the book fair. We had a book fair this week. And they had like an after school hours where you could go as a family. And so we all went. And they had, like, this fun little read-around-the-world thing. And so, like, they had different booths with people doing different games in different countries and reading different kind of books from different countries. But they had this one girl who was, like, beautiful, like, um, beauty queen who had won, I think it was Miss Miss Appalachian Fair. Mm -hmm. She had a tiara. She had a sash. And she was, like, very nicely dressed and reading stories to kids. And so I'm like, Reese, look. And she was like, it's a princess. And I was like, it is. You want to go see her read? Let's go say hello to her. And she said, Mom, you have to call her your majesty. (laughs) I was like, okay, let's do that, you know. So I might share a picture, but they were just so enamored with her. And she was like this pretty little beauty queen, you know. And Reese was like, your majesty. And it was so cute. I just, I died, though, because I was like, where do they get this stuff, you know? 
funny. And then Isla was like, what's the big idea? You know? <laughs> Did she say that to the princess? <laughs> no. Hey, your majesty, what's the big idea? <laughs> yeah. That would have been pretty awesome. Oh, but no, funny. no. It was, it was a good week, though. I mean, she got some cute stuff at the book fair, and they were all excited. And Oh, she was in the newspaper this week. That Ooh. was another thing that happened. Yeah. Her little kindergarten class did, like, this thing. It was, like, Community Helpers Week, and they were in the newspaper Aww. for it. So it was really cute. So it was a big week for us yeah. at the Judd household. A lot big of stuff week. going on. Lots of leaves. <laughs> lots of leaves, lots of crying. Yeah. <laughs> lots of books. Lots of books. Yep. What about you? How was well, your week? Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for coming to take our family pictures. Oh, I forgot. I yeah. forgot. I need to finish editing those photos. So Liz so graciously, um, I'm not going to say she volunteered because I asked her. <laughs> I said, hey, okay. will you just come take some pictures of our family? Just, you know, quick, nothing major, just all of us together kind of thing. And I, I had this great plan of like, we're going to do it right after church. Mm-hmm. So nobody has to like wear those clothes outside of like just what they would wear to church. I didn't make anybody coordinate. So I didn't trust myself out. I'm like, we're just all going to kind of wear what we'd wear to church. Fall stuff. Yeah, yeah. As long as nobody's wearing, you know, purple. Yeah. Or like a big logo. Yeah. You or know? like Nike. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Yeah. And so I'm just thinking, okay, I'm going to keep it low key. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fine. Well, I made the mistake of mentioning it to the boys before church. Oh. And it's just like, then it just put everybody in the worst mood. Like, oh. Ugh, why do we have to have our picture made? <laughs> and I'm just like, because the last time we all took a family picture together was two years ago. Wow. And y'all don't look the same. Like, just give me this. Yeah. I just want one picture, all of us together. We can give it to the grandparents for Christmas. Yeah. Cooperate. So everybody was so crabby. Ugh. This flannel is itchy. This flannel is itchy. Flannel is not itchy. No, it's soft. It's soft. Number one. <laughs> Uh, this vest is like on my neck. No, I don't care. <laughs> it, it's, it's okay that clothing is touching your neck. Yeah. Like the only person who did not complain was David and the baby, oh. I guess. Well, I have a story about <laughs> well, that, but okay. <laughs> he didn't complain initially. So we go to church, we come home, and I'm like, we're just going to knock this out. Yeah. We're going to knock it out. Liz is there. She's ready. She's, you know, got her camera ready. Settings. Like she's prepared. <laughs> trying to be that's when all of the poop hit the fan <laughs> literally there was poop number one i Truth. stepped in dog poop yeah. <laughs> in my yard because someone didn't clean it up because someone didn't Let's clean it up that. and then i started fussing the boys were just obnoxious they were off the wall i a mean little, like, have you ever seen dylan act like that no he, he was intense was so annoying it just i'm like <laughs> look at the camera smile Look at the camera and smile. I am. Okay. I am. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. And it's just like they have to start trying to put their arms around each other. And then this turns into I'm going to punch your lights out. Yeah. And then it's yeah. like, and I'm just like, I'm yelling at them in front of Liz. You know, she, Liz is just trying to be so sweet. She's like, it's okay. It's okay. You know, we, uh, Liz, come on, guys. And I'm just like, come on. I'm glad I'm a girl, Mom. It's okay. Oh, my word. And then they were like, oh, are we done? Can we go? Are we done? Football's on. Football's on. Yeah. David keeps disappearing <laughs> to turn the TV on because yeah. football's on. You know, we're trying. Oh, Harvey. Harvey. Oh, Harvey. Was Bless him. Awful. And then we we're trying to get some, like, with the foster baby, some without her. Right. And she's hearing Harvey bark in the house, turning around. Then the boys are so distracted that she's turning around. I'm like, you all look at the camera. Let us get her to look at the camera. <laughs> 
It was a nightmare. It wasn't that bad. I don't think it was that bad. I mean, I could see where you would be like self-conscious a little because everybody's just <sighs> acting crazy in front of your friend. But oh, well, I didn't care about that. No. I was just like, <laughs> y'all are wearing me out. Yeah, I could tell. But they oh. were intense and everybody was just loud and wiggly. I mean, we did get some good pictures, yeah. I will say. There's several that turned out really good and it all worked out. But it, it was like a process. I think one of them asked me several times, are you a real photographer? <laughs> or Or is this like... Not your thing. <laughs> like, I guess I am. I have the camera. I'm I taking mean, the pictures. I'm just like, why is it? <laughs> and I was trying to make him as low key as possible. Yeah, like, I oh, mean, you did. You did we, a good no, job. We're not. I. I'm not gonna spend time and time thinking about it. Right. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna worry about it because it's always. It's always like I'm worked up. They're being mean because mm-hmm. they don't want to do it. And that's not my boys. They're not normally like no. that. It's something about family pictures that they just want to make me hate our family <laughs> so that we can get a picture of us looking like we love each other. <laughs> that sums it up. Oh, I mean, honestly, <laughs> pro tip. If you're going to do family pictures... Don't include your family? No, <laughs> well, just have your friend take them. Because yeah. my thing is, I'll hire a professional photographer and spend $200... On these pictures, and my kids are not smiling. Oh, they're not looking I, at the camera. I the last time I did professional pictures, Reese would not take off her huge, hot pink, fluffy coat. Oh. She would not take it off. And I'm like, you know, we went to this special destination to have these pictures made. Mm-hmm. We got everybody coordinated. It's a Saturday. We're doing the best we can. Got the perfect lighting. The pictures, you know, there's one that was fine, but it's like you spend that much money. And and then they don't turn out what mm-hmm. you want. It's like, I'm just going to call Liz. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I, and I'm fine with that because I, I know the struggle. This, yeah. it's, the struggle is real for family pictures. It's it's real. Yeah. It's hard. I feel like if you pay for them too, you have to do the mini sessions. Like, you yeah. have to know it's only going to be True. 20 minutes. Yeah. And these are like the... Because in the grand scheme of things, I only want like one. I want one of all of us. Yeah. And then I want one of the boys. Right. right. That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want. I mean, maybe one of me and David, but even more, I'm like, eh, I don't yeah. even care about that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I it, took a few of you by yourself because I was like, you know, we're, I'm here. Well, and, and those, I was like, I, I think I texted you one. like two days later. And I'm like, I'm going to just put that one on my Christmas card. <laughs> <laughs> just me. It was a good picture. Just me. Yeah. Just I, I'm going to put that one on Facebook and be like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> From our family to yours. From our family to yours. The rest of them are turds and wouldn't smile. <laughs> so, so here I am. It cracked me up. I, I got there, and I think you went inside to wrangle Harvey. And David, he was like, look, we got to go quick because there's football. I was like, the Titans kick off at one, right? He's like, yep. I didn't factor that in. Well, we, we, we started at 1230. I'm like, I'm like, David, we have plenty of time. Don't worry. And, and like, literally as soon as I was done... All, all of your boys were on the couch watching. Oh yeah, and it's just and me changed. standing out. Yeah, it's just me standing outside having my picture made. Everybody's everybody was gone. They're gone. Ollie's got that vest off because it was scratching his neck. Yeah, everybody's and, changed. Gosh. Everybody's like, "What are we eating for lunch?" I don't oh, yeah. want that for lunch. I uh, think I'll make the sandwich. I'm like, I'm gonna kill y'all, and I'm not even your mom. I know. <laughs> and they're not even normally like that. 
them like, what no, is it not. about today? It's like pictures bring it's out pictures. the worst. In it, us. No, it's that way with my girls too. I it's mean, the worst. They're if it's awful. everybody in a bad mood, and then I'll go. Usually, what ends up happening is like I'll start crying and just be like, "Well, someday you're going to be gone, and I need to look <laughs> back on what you looked like." And you know, you're, the pictures all I'll have. Yeah, you know, what's your valid points? You know, I mean, I think that's valid. Exactly. I think mom needs her picture day. Give me your picture. Maybe Come next on. time we'll just bribe them and just tell them, like, Liz is going to do a special giveaway <laughs> for the one who acts, acts the best. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Liz has a gift card to uh, GameStop for uh, yeah. anybody who cooperates. Yeah. But it can only be one of you. Yeah. So you got to compete who yeah. can be the best. I think we should try that next time. Yeah, that's a good idea. Next November. Yeah. Let's next November. That oral. Let's remember that. <laughs> Write that down. Oh, man. Uh, I want to just update you a little bit on my holiday diet. Oh, how's that going? Well, it's, I mean, I feel like it's been going fairly well. Okay. Um, I, I've, I've been exercising. You have you know, every day. I've, I've been exercising every day. I've been trying to stick with that. My weight has not changed. Okay. So I've, I've been doing a weekly weigh-in just to make sure that yeah. this diet is actually a good thing. Okay. But I will say I was at work one day. I remember how I was like, oh, I'm not going to get Chick-fil-A on just like a random the Tuesday. <laughs> well, I did. I was, it was like, I decided I wanted Chick-fil-A. So I went to Chick-fil-A, had my lunch, had a couple of meetings afterwards, and just didn't think anything about it. And I was in my office, and I walked out to talk to my friend Kelly, a friend Kelly that we mm-hmm. work with, and we were just talking. And that day I had on like, you know those like grandpa cardigans? Yeah. It looks like a grandpa would wear. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I had a little shirt under it mm-hmm. and a grandpa cardigan. That was feeling cute. And... I was talking to Kelly, and I reached into my pocket, and I'm like, what's in my pocket? And I pulled it out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a french fry. <laughs> it's a waffle fry. It was a waffle fry. <laughs> Just straight up leftovers. And I looked at Kelly, and I was like, my diet's going up. <laughs> Diet plan. Oh, I told her oh, okay, about yeah. it after I pulled out the fridge. <laughs> oh, afterwards, yeah. I was like, "Do you want to hear about my holiday night?" <laughs> <laughs> that night. Oh no! Oh I was no! Sitting on the couch, and I get a text from her. And <laughs> What's in my pocket? Oh, a French fry. Best quote of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Want to hear about my holiday diet? And I said, I can't decide if I'm ashamed or proud. <laughs> I don't know either. And then I said, I did throw it away, but I thought about it. <laughs> Amanda. What would have been clutch is if in the other pocket you reached down and there was like a sauce. A sauce. That you or could like dip a nugget. In. Yeah. Well, you need something to dip the I fry in. Dip. I was like, oh, this sauce is in another pocket. But I guess the moral of the story is, I don't really know. What is but the moral of the story? Maybe it's like Grandpa Cardigans are really just handy. Because you can have fries in there and not even know it. And then you can just pull them out and right. eat them. I'm sure it was still crisp. Too. Oh, my gosh. I got so tickled. It's just funny because oh, she like 
takes me there that night. She's What's so in my funny. pocket? Oh, a French fry. You definitely made an impression on her. I'd oh say. my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, that's funny. I had one other thing. Okay. I don't think we've talked about it this holiday season. What? Um, Lifetime Christmas movies. Oh. Yeah, we haven't really talked about it. We haven't about talked those. about it. We talked about it a lot last year about our feelings about Lifetime movies compared to Hallmark movies. That, mm-hmm. you know, Hallmark movies are a little bit better quality. This is just the cheesy genre of film. Like, but when you're comparing the two, we like Hallmark better. Yeah, totally. But I don't pass up a Lifetime movie. Right. So this week, I think... This is what Lifetime is doing, okay? Okay. Lifetime is targeting us because they are putting, like, 90s stars in their movies. Oh, for sure. So, I found this Lifetime movie. It was actually on Amazon Prime. I was scrolling through, and I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, that's Melissa Joan Hart and Jason Priestley. Oh. Priestley? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I always question if I say people's names right. Yeah, that's right. right. Because I don't know how the sausage is made. (laughs) Or the cheese. Or the cheese. Honestly. (laughs) And so, I'm like, oh, Take me back to little Sabrina the Teenage Witch in Beverly Hills 90210. Mm -hmm. Let's see what these two are up to. Right. So I click on it, and it's called Dear Christmas. Okay. Okay. So number one, I'm just going to give you a little rundown on this movie. Please do. This is why Lifetime. Why? Yeah. It sucked me in because of the two stars. Right. And I think they do this with a lot of their movies because they have One Tree Hill stars, which that's not really, I guess that was. That was 2000s. But well, Hallmark does the same thing. I mean, Candace Cameron Bray. Right. Danica McKellar. Right. So they're. And so they're, on and so on. But so they're like kind of tapping into like these 90s right. stars, One Tree Hill stars. Mm-hmm. And that's what sucks me into even oh, give Lifetime a chance. For sure. And I want to preface all about what I'm getting to say. Y'all know I love a cheesy movie. Oh, yeah. I will not turn it down. I will watch anything. And if it's cheesy, I will still love it. Yeah, the plot can be thin and full of holes. Uh, oh, still will watch it, yes. So, it was called Dear Christmas. Okay. And Liz, you're going to like this. In the movie, Melissa Joan Hart is a podcast star. Well. She has a podcast called <laughs> Holiday Love. Oh. Ooh. But she herself has not found holiday love. Oh, bless her you know? heart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, she's going home for Christmas. Wait. Oh, sorry. Okay. Like, <laughs> how do we get this many episodes? Like, holiday love. What? Is it a call-in kind of podcast deal? Like, where's she grabbing content? Because I don't really we know have that enough we trouble telling about our own lives for an hour every week. Yeah. I think what? she had... I don't really remember. I mean, this is how well it stuck with me. Stuck with me. I don't really remember how... She got her content, but I feel like people called in, and okay. I know for her Christmas, she's going to do like a special Christmas episode, <laughs> and people were like writing in about their holiday love. Nice. Stuff. Okay. So, well, yeah. that makes more sense than her just trying to seek out. I mean, that that would just be. Hard. It wasn't about her there personal no way. love. Well, obviously, because uh, she didn't yet. Yet. have it. Yeah. Yet. Here we go. Okay. So she goes back home. Okay. For Which Christmas. is where? Is I don't like even, it didn't setting? really go into, it was like a smaller, okay. you know, whatever. Okay. So she goes back home, something happens with her car, mm. and Jason Priestley shows up. Oh. Okay. He's like a fireman at that point. Oh. He's got a lot of jobs in the town, which was also super confusing. But <laughs> I was going to say, like, they send or no, firemen he was a tow truck when your guy. car breaks No, down? he was a tow truck guy. Okay, that makes more sense. But he was dressed like Santa. I don't know. There's some holes. <laughs> I might have had a glass of wine that night. But anyway... <laughs> 
So he comes and helps her, and he you kind of get the feeling like he knows her, but she doesn't remember him oh. and all the stuff. But anyway, so they keep running into each other because he's putting up her parents' Christmas lights. Mm. And, and guys, I'm just going to tell the whole story. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> I don't think it's going to ruin anything yeah. for yeah. you. <laughs> so he just keeps showing up, and he'll be like, I'll see you tomorrow. And oh, she's like, bless. oh, you will. But then he's like, they're putting up Christmas lights. So it's her mom, her dad, her sister, who is nine months pregnant. Oh, wow. And her. Number one, they all had matching Christmas pajamas. <laughs> and I mean, I had matching Christmas pajamas, but not with my mom and dad. Not in your adult life. Not in my adult life. And there's no kids. And how is there a maternity line that matched I those? I don't know. Like, and I- it wasn't even like Christmas when they were wearing them. It was like they were just sitting around. And it just, I got really uncomfortable with that. So that was my first thing. And then Jason Priestley just kept randomly showing up. It turns out they like knew each other in fourth grade. I don't know. There were a lot of plot holes. That's a lot. So the sister goes into labor. Oh, okay. I think on Christmas. (laughs) Was he the gynecologist too? (laughs) No, he was not. So, her husband had been away, but he uh-huh. got back just, like, the moment she's walking oh, out the door. Course, he walks yeah, in yeah. and, like, takes her. Yeah. So, the na- then it, like, cuts to the next day. Oh, okay. And they're all sitting around. Oh, this is when they had on the magic Christmas pajamas, because <laughs> even the brother-in-law had them on. <laughs> and when he showed up. No, no, after up the baby's oh, born. Oh, oh. They're already back home, okay, like, the gotcha, next day. Gotcha, okay. Actually... I don't really know how often they had on the Magic Christmas pajamas. This is really getting out of whack along. But anyway, I, so they have the baby. Liz, it is the fakest baby doll I've ever seen. <laughs> like, it was stiff. And you can see his face. What? I mean, I was like, what is happening? Could they not afford, like, a, a infant model or something? I'm like, like, casting is rough. If you can't afford... A real baby? Then just pretend the baby's over in the bassinet. But Liz, they kept passing it, and it was like, it was like, they're passing this hard plastic. And you can obviously see, not only that, its face was showing. Like, they didn't oh, even word. put the blanket up over, like, so you could, I'm like, that's a baby doll. They spent so much money on Jason Priestley that, that they, they could not get a real baby. Do a baby doll. Then, Jason Priestley shows up. Oh, of course. And... He's in a Santa suit. Oh. And it, see the baby doll. <laughs> I don't know what the baby doll was at this point. And then. <laughs> he proposes to her. What? And this ring has this purple stone in it. What? I'm like, did y'all get that out of a candy machine? <laughs> like, like you said. What are we doing? Have we spent all of our money on <laughs> Melissa and Jason? There's nothing left. Just nothing left. Nothing left. Oh, my word. I mean, it was, I was so fixated on, like, the ring, the fake baby doll, <laughs> that I couldn't even. It just it, wasn't enjoyable. It was so distracting because it was so bad. In my mind, I was like, this is going to be good. It's about Girls podcast, and it's Melissa Joan Hart, and it's Jason Priestley, and just, like. And I, it was not. It was not good. No, it was not good. Does not sound like it was, but I'm definitely gonna look it up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have to see it un- unfold on myself. And I, don't, I mean, like I say, with a lot of things, I might have gotten some details out of whack. But still, these are the things I wrote down. 
90s star podcast holiday love. Fake baby doll. <laughs> Matching PJs. Santa suit. Not an engagement ring. Purple stone. <laughs> Those were my notes. So That's hilarious. You could do like a, this could be like a drinking game. Like, listen to this and then watch this movie and then drink anytime any of these things happen. I mean, this is very simple. All I had to do was say something like purple Purple meant something very significant to her. Maybe or, they did and I just missed it. But it doesn't sound like they, they expressed could have, that. They could have, maybe, because uh, I, I, I kept getting bored and getting on my phone. <laughs> and I was really trying to stay with it. Yeah. And then the fake baby doll came out, and I couldn't see anything <laughs> past that. So I don't know. I don't blame you. Maybe Sounds she horrible. Said, at one point, she was doing her Christmas show on the podcast, and she said a bunch of things, obviously, about their love. And that's why oh, he showed up. Of course, yeah. So spoiler alert, Liz. But, I mean, how do you hold on to a love from fourth grade? Well, she didn't even remember him. That's what I'm saying. But how did he do that? Like, what are we doing here? I don't know. Was it, he listening to the podcast? Was she recording did, a podcast? Why does he have so many jobs? I mean, what is going on? He's a handyman? Yeah, he puts up Christmas lights, and he's like a tow truck guy. <laughs> Mechanic, firefighter. I feel like, was he a firefighter? I might have made that one up. I don't know. <laughs> All the things. He had lots he's of He's just doing a lot. He got a lot going on. That's funny. <sighs> My goodness. Holiday love, if y'all want to. <laughs> I don't know. I it's don't on know. Amazon Prime for free. Shocker. <laughs> Sweet. That's funny. I know. Well. Do you have anything else from your week? Or That's was it. That That's the finale. That first prize in my pocket. And that was really funny. Movies. Wow. You didn't cry about anything um, besides the all too well film yourself. That and the fact that I watched that movie. <laughs> the fact that you lost all that time to yeah. that movie. Yeah. That's funny. Ugh. Well, we have a voice memo. Or four. We have four oh. of them. Or four. Or four. One or four. So we asked on Instagram stories last week what we call this segment. Because every week, all I say is we have some voice memos, and I'm going to play it, and we'll talk about it. So, Which I think is a great title, well, but it's a little long. We're trying to help Liz get better at this. So one, and Amanda, this I haven't talked to you about this until this moment, but the one that I liked was Mom's Meat Memos. Ooh. I feel like it incorporates Boy Mom Meets Girl Mom, and it also accurately depicts what's happening. So we're the moms, moms who are meeting the memos. Yeah. I'm done. Is that okay? Kick. I think it was good. Yeah. That's how easy it is for y'all to name our segments. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is your show. <laughs> yeah. Not really ours. So nope. the first memo we're going to meet today is from Kellen. Hi, Liz and Amanda. It's Kellen. Again, and I wanted to give you an update on my biter, Arlo. Oh. I figured Arlo, it out. Remember. I figured out what works, <gasps> and I did try. Um, I had been trying the. Oh, that hurts! Don't do that. That hurts, mom. And he, he just. I don't think it clicked with him. But when I just say, "No, Arlo, that is not okay. <laughs> you need to stop that now." And I talk to him almost like I'm Siri. <laughs> I think it just resets its brain. I don't know what it is. Um, I have a question for you, though. Siri, that's funny. I teach um, middle school art. Uh, love my job. Middle schoolers are great. But I was wondering if you had any great stories from middle school. Mm-hmm. doesn't have to be about art class, but that would be a bonus for me. So thank you for playing my, um, my thing. I sounded so sad. I'm not sad, people. But thank you. <laughs> have a great day, everyone. Bye. Oh, I'm so glad she figured it out. 
Sweet Arlo. Yeah, I know. He just needed to be talked to like Siri. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who knew? That's funny. I like that approach, though. It's like very calm Mm -hmm. yet monotone. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't know what to think. So I'm just going to stop. I just won't do that anymore. (laughs) I don't want to hear that anymore. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, that's funny. Oh, stories from middle school. Uh, First of all, bless you for being a middle school art teacher. And you love middle schoolers. Yeah. I think that's great. Yes, definitely. Because I don't always love my middle schoolers. (laughs) You have some. Yes. And they live with me. Yeah. (laughs) That is a tough age. I feel like middle schoolers, though, and at least for me, like, that's when, like, the attitude starts to come out. Mm -hmm. But most of that is directed at the parents. Yeah. You know, like, they're probably super sweet to, like, their teachers. And not to say they don't get sassy, for sure. But, like... I feel like we always gave our, I always gave my parents, like, the brunt end of my middle school mm-hmm. personality, if you will. Um, let me try to think of some middle school stories. I'm not 100%. I know what I was like in middle school, um, but I'm trying to think of some stories because I think I went to my first concert in middle school. That's the first thing that's, like, coming to mind. I went to a Matchbox 20. Oh, you're lucky. Concert. That's with, lucky. With Train. Remember Train? Mm-hmm. That was, like... A big deal, you know. That's like the biggest deal. But when I was in middle school, like Titanic had just come out, the Spice Girls were all the rage. I mean, all the late '90s movies. That's when those were my jam. Mm-hmm. So most of my time was spent, you know, having crushes on Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, and talking to my friends on the phone uh, from a cordless landline. <laughs> so we had landline, but it was cordless at oh, this point. Oh, girl, you yeah, fancy. We, we we were fancy. Um. Trying to think of any stories though. Middle school, middle school is rough. It always is yeah. for a lot of people. It's kind of when you're super awkward phase, and I don't know. I wasn't necessarily bullied, but I didn't fit into many groups. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think for me, I was thinking about this is one story that like sticks out in my mind because I went to. We've talked about this before. I went to a smaller Christian school. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we had art class in middle school. Hmm. Like I'm trying to even remember. If somebody's listened to this, went to school with me, can you remind me? Because I don't even remember if we had art class. <laughs> but I remember this one day, like, our principal was kind of like our teacher for this one class. I don't even remember what the class was. But he would leave sometimes, and then we were all kind of just in there, you know. And That's nice. Gosh, we were like sixth or seventh grade, and... We were all just, like, in there, and everybody was talking, Liz. Everybody. <laughs> everybody was talking. Yeah. And he was gone, and I guess we kind of escalated to the point we shouldn't have. And we were oh. kind of at the end of the hall, and so, you know, it's carrying all yeah. down the hall. Yeah. We're disrupting everybody. So, they come in there, and it wasn't the principal. He didn't come back in there, but the secretary... <laughs> He must have had to go somewhere. I don't know. I mean, what's he, he doing? He's like, gone. He was gone. Because you get he came with. in there and she was like, anybody who was talking, come to the office. Uh-oh. Like, they were mad. Mm. And so, you know, everybody's like, Ugh. And I'm like, this is where I know that I was an Enneagram one. Oh, for sure. I was just about like, to say. from middle school. So, what did I do? You went down there. I went to the office with like two to three other people. <laughs> everybody else stayed in that room. I'm like, we're supposed to be a Christian school. Bunch of liars. Liars. Yeah. So I went down there, and Miss Lawson, who was the secretary, was like, now, guys, I know the three of you are not the only ones talking. Yeah. And 
And she was like, was everybody talking? And we're like, yeah, you know. And then she yelled at all the other people. (laughs) (laughs) I think we actually got in trouble, too. Like, I think we all had to write something or, you know, they always, like, made us write a memory verse, like, ten times or something. Oh. So I think something happened, but I... Well, by golly, I went to that office. I think your honesty paid off. Honesty paid honestly, off. she gave you the benefit of the doubt, and I appreciate the, that yeah. about her. Yeah, that's a good. She knew good that call. it wasn't just us. Yeah, and I never got in trouble, so it was like okay. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't just Amanda <laughs> leading that charge. <laughs> I will. I have a little story from middle school for you, real quick. I had a nickname in middle school. I had two, but one of the first ones. Some of my friends, and I look back and I'm like, this was mean. But called me Toothy. Toothy? Yeah. Did you have a tooth problem? I had a tooth missing <gasps> in, like, did? eighth grade. Oh, where'd it go? <laughs> I had to get braces because I had a tooth. I had so much crowding on my top oh. row that one of my teeth could not come down. Oh. And so I think it was in love because these are all my friends, like, actual friends. And I'm still friends with a couple of them today. But, like, they called me Toothy. And I'm like, it's kind of mean. But I went with it. Yeah, I, can yeah make, okay. I can make fun of myself because right. I'm like, yeah, I know. There's not a tooth in the front of my... It wasn't, it wasn't like my front, front tooth. But yeah. it was like one of my side teeth or whatever. But I got braces and like it came down very quickly. But I just had to get them. I yeah. didn't have them yet. Most kids get braces like four, fourth grade or something. I was... I was in eighth, it was in eighth grade for me. So I got braces in seventh. I think they did it later when we were. I feel like they did. They did. And now what they do. Now they do it early. Because now they do it earlier and they do it twice. Like they'll do like. But I think it's smart. Because remember how we looked crazy for so long? Oh, yeah. We looked crazy. I had like teeth coming out of my gums. Yeah, me too. (laughs) For multiple years. Well, now they do it early. And so kids don't go through that ugly phase anymore. Oh, well, good for them. I know. And maybe you have to have less time. Because I had mine on from eighth grade all through high school. Yeah. You know, because they were, it was rough. So, oh, middle school. Oh, middle Those school Those were the days. Yeah. Okay. The next one is from Paige. Hey, Liz and Amanda. This is Paige from Tupelo, Mississippi. I love the podcast. You guys bring so much light and fun to my week, and Aww. I just look forward to every Tuesday when I get to listen to a new episode. Oh, sweet. Now, my question is, which one of your children is or was the most dramatic and strong-willed toddler and how did you put up with it i have a 14 month old right now and Mm. he is so much fun and very sweet but also very dramatic and strong-willed and loud and i could definitely use some advice for handling the temper tantrums Mm. um yeah give me anything you got and keep up the good work thanks guys love y'all love you Paige. thanks Paige. Paige is like an OG listener. Oh. I remember her like the very beginning. She found us pretty Aww. much. So thanks, Paige. Yeah. Um, whew. I think we know in Liz's family. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think it is? Well, I, okay. So those are kind of two different questions. Because yeah, I true. Think, okay, true. I mean, you've kind of gone through that with Reese when she was the taller. Yes. She's very strong-willed. Yes. And very, very opinionated. Mm-hmm. Um, and you even recently told me a story about her yeah. in pants that she did not want to wear. Um, and then Isla's, you know, running the world. Yeah, she's she's looking for apartments. She's looking for apartments. She's talking she's to me like she's a mobster. I mean, it's a big idea. It's a big See? idea, Liz. So I, maybe you just filled this one because it sounds okay. like you got the all of it covered. <laughs> oh, my word. Yes, I have two 
extremely strong-willed daughters, okay? Very, like, to the nth degree. So how do I handle it? I handle it. I, I don't know how I handle it. You just have to, like, press on. But the best advice I can give is structure and routine really help. I think strong-willed, from deep down, it comes from a place of really wanting to control your environment, your surroundings, control your schedule, like everything that's happening to you. So the biggest thing I learned with Reese when she was a toddler, and she's five now, but she's still very strong-willed, but it was the worst when she was like two. So 14 months, you're getting, you're coming, you know, getting to be two, but he's one. But still, choices were a big mm -hmm. thing. That was the biggest thing of like, yes, we're going to get dressed right now, but instead of me telling you what to wear, here's like, Pick one of these two options or three options of what you want to wear. Um, for dinner tonight, we're going to eat, but you can have this and carrots. You can have this and peas, or you can have nothing <laughs> and go to bed. <laughs> so I think just letting them come to terms with, like, there's a choice and there's a consequence for that choice in their own way was the biggest thing for my girls. And we're still working on it with, with Isla. She's extremely strong-willed, but it's, it was a little different with Reese because I've said before, like, Reese has the sensory processing. And some of that stuff, like, she just can't help but react super strongly. Um, but it's because something's bothering her that she can't express to me is bothering her. So that's another thing to think through is, like, why is it that he's so frustrated with me that he's acting out like this and can I give him a choice or help him process this differently so he knows why? Like, I have to wear pants. Why? Because it's cold. You know, it's like, well, who cares? And I'm like, because you might have to go to the doctor. Well, I, I don't want to go to the doctor. Okay, so let's put on the pants. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's like a whole thought process we have to guide through every day. But it, it has helped her kind of come to terms with, like, she can't be the mom. I'm the mom. So I think that's the best. And also, like, there's a lot of books you can read about strong-willed children. Just a lot. Dr. James Dobson's wrote, written some that we've read. Um, yeah. That's the best I can do. What have you got, Amanda? Well, I don't... Sadly, I don't think... Well, maybe not so sadly. But <laughs> none of my boys were super strong-willed in the toddler years. Okay. Um, I would say Dylan was my most dramatic. Okay. He always had a flair for the dramatic. Mm -hmm. You know, things were just very, I mean, he wore a cowboy hat for like three years. Like he was <laughs> very dramatic about life. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel like they were super strong willed then. I feel like maybe as they kind of got older, if I had to pick one that I would say was strong willed. It would probably be Henry, my middle child, but he was definitely not like that when he was a toddler. He was super laid back. So I'm like, hmm. did that come out of you're the middle child and you're you angsty? Know, yeah. Feisty. But <laughs> um, first of all, I don't think being strong willed is a bad thing. No. I would say that Liz is strong willed. Oh, yeah. I would say that I could be strong willed. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of teaching them how do you handle that right. in a way that's appropriate? Like it's a good quality to have. I don't want to squash it. Yeah. But they have to learn, like, when to 
when they can be dramatic about it right. and when not to. So I always, I've always heard the same thing about choices of yeah. like, okay, especially like with clothes, I've heard kids get very opinionated about mm-hmm. that and like, well, here's three choices. You can pick anything you want out of that. Right. Or, you know, figuring out which battles to pick and which of them are just like, okay. Yeah, that's a good point too. You want to, to wear, you know, a dress, if it's not 20 degrees outside, maybe it's okay. Yeah. But, you know, then teaching them, well, it's 20 degrees outside, you can't wear a right. dress. <laughs> yeah, and there's days where Reese wears, like, she want to wear pajama pants to school, and I'm like, at least it's pants, and it's not shorts, because it's 30 degrees outside. And I'm like, it's okay. And, you know, yeah. I communicate with her teacher, I'm like, because she knows Reese is very strong-willed at school, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just a good balance of like what Amanda's saying, like knowing when to harness it and when to use it. But I think teaching manners and respect is really important too. Right. Strong-willed kids, sometimes they can just bulldoze over anybody mm-hmm. else's feelings. So trying to help them comprehend other people's feelings by expressing your feelings, like how something they said made you feel, that's very helpful too. Mm-hmm. At least it was for Reese. Cause she, she is also can be very sensitive. So I think she understands it, but Isla is not sensitive. She's very tough, and so I think it's important for me to be like, that was not nice. That hurt mommy's feelings. Yeah. Don't scream at me in the store because that's not very nice. You know, <laughs> she just like, whatever, what's the big idea? So <laughs> What's the big idea, Mom? <laughs> that's a good question, though, Paige. Yeah. I mean, getting used to the tantrums now, just know it doesn't last forever. Right. They do grow out of it. It mm-hmm. does get easier. And again, like Reese my, is extremely strong-willed, but she's five and she is starting to grow out of that. I mean, there's still things that get on her nerves, but it's not like a 24-7, mm-hmm. you know, tantrum party anymore, thankfully. One other thing with boys, I think of when like, you know, she talked about like dramatic and, you know, if that's like he's being emotional. Uh-huh. The thing with boys is like, teaching them even from an early age to be able to communicate like what they're actually feeling yeah so i know we talk about sissy golf all the time Mm -hmm. sissy and david thomas but she has and you can probably google this but she has like a feelings chart that's not actual words it's like faces yeah so it's like a sad face a happy face i can't remember all the ones that are on there right but um like you can print one of those out and just like teaching boys to be like Oh, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I'm acting that way. Because I think, and girls too, I'm not saying just boys, but they really, like, pushed it with the boys of, like, teaching them to communicate, like, what their actual feelings are instead right. of just screaming or, you yeah. know. So those are really, I'm sure you can Google that and find it. Um, maybe we can even post one this week. Yeah, but we it's like it. a little cute um just has faces on it. And even when they're that little, you can say, are you happy? Are you sad? You know, and teach them to use that. Yeah, I've used that at home before. It's very helpful. They suggested even with, like, younger children, like, using that around the table at night. Because mm-hmm. we always do, like, high-low with the boys. of Like, what was your high for the day? What was your low for the day? And even with my boys, like, it's hard for them to communicate. They'll be like, oh, my high was lunch. And I'm like, okay. Let's go a little deeper than that. Your low was taking pictures <laughs> on Sunday. Over. Yeah. <laughs> taking pictures. Um, yeah, so getting them to, like, communicate their feelings, you know, is good. So, thanks, That was Paige. a good question. It was. I'm like, we were like Dr. Phil there. I mean, yeah, we're trying. <laughs> 
I mean, strong will kids. We got that's you. right. Ooh, we're in the thick of it. Yeah. So I think we have a f- couple tips. Yeah. All right. So next is Mandy. Let's see what she's got to say. Hey, Liz. Hey, Amanda. This is Mandy from uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, a.k.a. Mommy Sperm Whale. Um, I left you a first memo a few weeks ago and um, took me a long time to answer. But Amanda, um, the most public place that I was referred to by uh, that title uh, was the public pool over the summer. Ironically. So that was super yeah. fun being referred to as a whale. Uh, in bathing suit season <laughs> um, became what I was best known for. Oh my gosh. Um, luckily it has not been shouted across the aisles at target as of yet. Um, mm. seems to uh, have mostly been reserved for pool time. So, uh, there's that. Um, other than that, I did want to share with you guys a story of something that my five-year-old was upset about. I have loved hearing your stories about your kids and, uh, teenagers, And so I just had to share. Um, uh, The other night, granted, it was very late. It was like a later than usual time to be putting my son to bed. He was definitely expired. He was just upset about everything. But I was trying to brush his teeth. And he said, "Um, Mommy, am I older than you? And I said, No, honey, I'm I'm older than you. I'm, I'm your mommy. You grew in my tummy, so I'm older than you. And he burst into tears. He wanted to be older. He was devastated that I was older than him. And in his words, I wanted to be first. (laughs) I really didn't know what to say to that one, Um, but it it, it did really get me. So anyway, I thought I'd share. I love hearing those stories. Love the podcast. You guys guys are doing a great job. Thanks. Maybe in his mind, mommy sperm wells are younger than their children. (laughs) (laughs) I also love that he called her that. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, the context. I mean, at least it was near a body of water. I know. I mean, you know, it makes sense. It's way to make you feel good I mean, right? Sheesh, talk about a holiday diet plan. I know. Ooh. Yeah, that would be rough in bathing suit season. Come on, mommy sperm whale. I'm really glad she called back or left us another voice memo to, like, tell us where. I Um, love it. That he had actually said that, because that's hilarious. Yeah, you had asked. You're yeah, like, tell us where you were when he said this. It's going to happen in Target. Oh, I'm just going to sure. prepare you. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen, Mandy, and, you know, please call us when so it does. Funny. Yeah, speaking of strong-willed children, yeah. um, him wanting to be the <laughs> oldest. I love that. Oh. oh, I feel like that's something I would have said when I was little. Yeah. It's like, because I was the oldest sibling like, I wonder if he's the oldest child and he was, like, wanting to be yeah. older than mom because yeah. he would really be the boss, you yeah. know what I mean? Because, um, yeah, I feel like that's something I would say when I was little, you know, because I yeah. like being the oldest, too. I like being in charge, right? you know? That's I funny. think that kid's going to do great things in this I world. I know, right? <laughs> he's great. We're going to see old Mommy Spermwell on the TV one day is yeah. like, and as her son is swearing in for the, being the president. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He, Arlo may be there, too. Yeah, Arlo... <laughs> Arlo for VP. Yeah. Oh, man. That's oh. hilarious. I'm so glad that we get to hear more about this. Yeah. Okay, call us back again. Yeah. And let us know the next time he says it in the context. And Fingers crossed yeah. it's in Target. <laughs> Maybe also in an aisle with water. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the context, he's good with that. Like, I feel like he's really smart. He is. He's calling her that at the pool. 
I'll be honest, like, I'm not even 100% what a sperm whale is. Me either. Compared to other whale types. I was going to Google it, but I'm kind of scared. Are they small? Maybe they're small. They're probably small. They're little. They're little. So maybe it's a compliment. Maybe. I don't know. We'll just go with that. This gets smarter than us. How the sperm whale is made. Yeah. (laughs) We're not sure. We're not sure. Okay. (laughs) All right. This message is from Carrie. Hey Liz, hey Amanda, once again, you guys have inspired me. I cleaned out my freezer today. Um, I also earlier, well, I guess at the end of last week, cleaned my laundry room. Um, Yeah, I don't, I don't clean very well. I don't enjoy it. Um, But anyway, I'm pretty pleased with myself and my husband told me today that um, I I should definitely keep listening to you guys because y'all tend to inspire me. (laughs) Thanks for that. That being said about cleaning, uh, do y'all have a favorite cleaning chore type item that you like to do at home? Um, My personal one would um, probably be vacuuming or mopping. Um, even though I don't mop as often as I should, we vacuum about three times a day. Same. First of all, I'll answer that question in a minute. But (laughs) I'm really glad that we're inspiring her to clean by me not cleaning my freezer. (laughs) I was going to say, like... Amanda's still got peas rolling around somewhere. Oh, girl. There was shredded cheese in there the other day. Oh, no. That I wiped up, and then it was there again, like, two hours later. I'm like, where's that coming from? I don't think I should clean it, because I think it's just going to keep getting dirty. You just have holes in all the drawers, maybe. Or I have boys that are going in there and, like, opening the shredded cheese and, like, throwing (laughs) it in in their mouth. Like, I don't know what's happening. I'm setting up a camera in there. I am. You need to, like a fridge cam, like Ugh. a shot from inside the fridge out the door. Because I'm guarantee you, they just stand in front of the door with it open and just eat stuff. I, I, I don't know what's happening in my kitchen, but I just... You do need a camera. I'm glad. Carrie, I'm happy for you. Yeah. I am happy for you that your fridge is clean and your freezer is clean. Um, I did throw away the peas this week. <gasps> Good for you. Yeah, I could not. It was like a whole half of a bag left, yeah. and I might make that soup again, but I just... I can't with those peas anymore. <laughs> I just threw them away. It's just a, the principle of the thing. We just don't need them around anymore. No, they're it's causing too many problems. Not bringing you joy. You're going to Marie Kondo no. those things. Get them out of tell here. Goodbye. I didn't tell them goodbye. Thank you for what you did. Threw them at the trash. <laughs> um, so I'm really, but I am happy for you. Yeah. That you've been you. organizing and cleaning everything. And I'm glad we're inspiring you to do that. Right? By my uncleanliness. <laughs> But we usually are pretty clean. Like, I, okay, I'll be honest. Like, well, like I've said, we're hosting people for Thanksgiving. It's just family. And I know that they don't care, but I care. And I don't know if it's something about my threeness because I want them to know that I care. Because it's not like I want them to compliment me and think I'm great. That's not what I want. I, I just want everybody to be comfortable mm. and not notice my flaws. Is that too much to ask? It's not too much to ask. I mean, it's the holidays, Liz. It's the holidays. This is what I'm thankful for. So, like, this whole weekend, I have been not only raking leaves, but, like, cleaning baseboards and dusting chandeliers. And if I don't get a compliment on my chandelier being clean, the whole thing was just for naught, you know? You're going to be... I'm kidding. Burn the turkey. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not burning the turkey. That's a, that's important to me. But I am just kind of a, 
it's okay. So it's, I think it's part of my strong willed control thing. Like I just like my house to be clean. So I'm a little bit too like intense about it sometimes, but not with the kids necessarily. Like they make messes and I'm like, ah, they're just doing their thing. But if, if I make a mess, I'm like, oh my gosh. Or Matt. (laughs) Or Matt. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or if dust appears, I'm like, this should not be here. What are we doing? You know, that's nobody's fault. That just happens. Yeah. But as far as a favorite chore, I would say vacuuming because I do do it like three times a day and it's just like instant gratification. We have a Dyson. We've had it for like six years and we love it. And that thing just gets everything out of everything. Yeah. So I'm, I think with the lip, I joke about my messes in my house, but the funny thing is, is like, I'm pretty obsessive about my house and my car. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, you do better on the car than I do. I I feel like the more kids I have, I've had to let things go a yeah. little bit more. Um, my family would say that I have not let them go, <laughs> but I think that's not true. <laughs> um, I but I'm the type of person I don't mop my floor on the regular. And now that we're having somebody clean our house, which is the gift that my sweet husband has given to me for my sanity. Um, and that we've not always been able to do. I really don't do a ton in between that. Like I just, the boys clean the bathrooms. Um, so I'm not necessarily like deep cleaning every day, but I do vacuum regularly, probably every day. Yeah. Um, if not more like my rug in my living room being freshly vacuumed is like, Oh, love it. Yeah. And I have a cordless shark vacuum that I love with all of my heart like it's like my fifth child I also have a Roomba in the Roomba yeah that I just like to run I don't trust the Roomba yeah we follow we, it yeah I follow it and I know that it's not gonna be to my standards because it, it just doesn't go everywhere I want it to so I have to do it but I would think that and the other thing I do every day is I pick up my entire house oh I do that too. like yeah. I can't my kitchen is not there's if there's something in my sink when I go to bed it's been a bad day I don't like that. That drives me nuts. Yeah. So typically, like, everything is picked What's up. What's wrong with us? I don't know. <laughs> that drives me nuts. Yeah. And I'll wake up and I'll be like, I oh, know that's still in the sink. Yeah. I need to clean out the dishwasher so I can get that back in the dishwasher. Oh, so I, I don't have to look at it anymore. And then I think about it for, like, 45 minutes. And I can't mm-hmm. handle it. No. I just can't. Yeah, but the funny thing is, is, like, if I went into somebody else's house. I would not And they care. had dishes in their sink, I wouldn't even think of. I could not second. care less. I could care less. So I wish I didn't care. But yeah. I do. So I don't know. It's like a control thing, I know. I think it is. We, we need to go to counseling. I think Let's so, too. together. I think so, too. Carrie, you can come, too. But we're inspiring Carrie to clean, <laughs> yeah. which is evidently a good thing for her. I so. mean, yeah. I think it's great. We're she changing lives her. here, people. Yeah. Changing lives. <laughs> one room, one week at a time. One vacuuming <laughs> at a time. I love it. Oh, that's funny. Now, I, we could do a whole episode on cleaning, probably. We probably should. I'm kind of Maybe obsessed. the new year, because I don't want to think about that I don't either. January. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we have one email. This is from Becky, and the title of her email, Amanda, is Christmas Inflatables. Okay? Oh, this is going to be good. Mm Mm-hmm. Becky says, I am listening to this week's podcast and cracking up about the tacky inflatables. My husband will only put up inflatables at at our house, and they have to be minions. Let me say that again. My husband will only put up inflatables at our house, and they have to be minions. I attached pictures from last year, 
And shocker, he has already bought more for Christmas this year and began putting them up yesterday. He also bought an inflatable Santa suit to wear as well. This is girl mom life too. And there are pictures, Amanda. So first of all, I've got two questions right off the bat. <laughs> Number one, is he like Gru or something? Like Gru. Yeah, I mean, what loves his minions? The minions. Number two, how many minion Christmas inflatables are there? Look at this picture. Oh my word. That's Becky. a lot. Becky. Becky. There are, let me count them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 that I can see in this picture. And he already bought more. Well, my question is. It's a cute uh, got, house, though. I like her house. Her house like, nice door. Yeah. Um, also, so he bought an inflatable Santa suit for him to wear? <laughs> is he going to just stand out there with the minions? It's like, it is inflatable Santa suit. <laughs> I love it. I think if he is, he's my favorite ever. Seriously, Amanda, you said you wanted to become a destination house. You I mean, need to take some notes. Becky's got me beat, or folks, Becky's husband's got me beat. Yeah, folks will be going all over from all over town to see this. Display. Where is she from? Did she tell? It is adorable. Uh, let me see if she because if said, put within driving distance, I might yeah, go. We, we're gonna show up. <laughs> we might do the podcast from outside her house. <laughs> we'll do a live recording with Becky. She didn't say where she's from. Becky, I need some follow-up here, though. Why yeah. minions? I don't know. Maybe he just she really just likes them. I mean, them. they are I mean, cute. They're cute. I mean, I do love those movies, but um, that's very oh, interesting. I love it. Becky, we need all the info. We need behind-the-scenes footage. We need to know where you live. Also, Becky, can your husband come to my house and set up my inflatable Santa? Because I'm really intimidated. It is a little intimidating. You it must that. not be that hard because he sets up a lot of them. Oh, man. That is so funny. I, I'm i going to email her back and see if we can share these pictures on our Instagram this week. Because I think folks need to see this. I think we need to help Becky. Yeah, I feel like, though, they're going to be disappointed in my inflatable 12-foot Santa. <laughs> Becky has shown you up, for Becky, sure. Becky, I haven't even started, and Becky's shown me up. <laughs> or Becky's husband. Yeah, Becky. Yeah, I mean... I'm she, very impressed. Yeah. It's, it's cute. I just... I want to know why they have to be minions. It's I like they bought that. one, and he was like, well, this, you know, Frosty the Snowman, it doesn't go with minions, which, you know, I agree. I, I love a good theme. You know, I do appreciate that he's found a theme he likes and he's sticking. And he's with sticking it. with it, and it's not super random. So no. it's not like well, there's just different things it's going on. Minions at well, Christmas, yeah. so it's a little <laughs> random. <laughs> no offense, they are dressed Becky's as, husband. They're dressed as Santa. The minions are. They are. I'm going back to the inflatable <laughs> Santa suit. Is he wearing it with the minions? We need a picture of that, Becky. I, this this is like legitimately made. Also, day. just. Sidebar, can you see me where he bought that inflatable Santa yeah. suit? Because I might need one. <laughs> I think David should have one. Because I'm going all in now. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to just be out there with the Santa, me and him together. I think that that would be... If I found the Mrs. Claus <sighs> that was inflatable and I could like stand out there at night... That is so and funny. ...and sing carols yeah. as people walk by. <laughs> that would be a destination for sure. It's going to happen. Somebody <laughs> would call somebody to come check on you. That, at somebody, the very least. For yeah. sure. That is awesome, oh, man. Thank you for sharing that. That was such a highlight. Made my life. With 18 that. minions. That was awesome. So That was last year, too. That was just last year. Don't, He's already bought more. Don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I want to know how many there are for this year. I, I have so many. There were so many questions just now. Becky, she might I, need to be a guest. Hope you're taking notes. Yes. Just talk about yeah, let's just mean. call. Just call us. I'll give you my cell. It's all good. I'm, I'm trying. 
going to Google like inflatable minions. Comes up. <laughs> oh, there's lots of them. I know. Obviously. There's lots. Does he have the one with the candy cane and two of them? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let me look back. I can't believe you how many options just came up. Yeah. Well, there have to be a lot. He It didn't look like he has two. Yes, he has one with the candy cane. With the two guys holding it? Uh, yes. Yeah, that one's adorable. And there's one in the car. There's one with a snowman. There's one... There's, like, a, there's a really cute one of a minion holding Christmas lights up. Yes, that's what this Does one is. Does he have that one? Yes. Okay, Right good. in the middle. Becky's husband, if you don't have that one, you can pick it up curbside at um, Home Depot today. <laughs> so. You going shopping, Amanda? Yeah. Okay. You going to have some minions? Well, you already have a Santa. You got to stick to the theme here. Yeah, and You're I told that my family was trying to go rogue with different things. And yeah. I'm like, no, we're going to be basic. We're going to, we got to, it's got to be. I'm okay with going Santa workshop thing, right? But we we can't, you know, we can't start mixing in yeah. other things. And that's what Becky's husband's done. He's yeah. found a theme. He's sticking with it. I love it. Oh, this one's musical. Okay, stop. <laughs> Just stop. Exit the browser. Okay, no more. Back away from the laptop. I'm not gonna buy any more minions. <laughs> so, would you like to introduce today's subject? Because it's pretty pertinent to this week. It you know, is very this Thursday this is week. Thanksgiving, and I think the people are going to be excited about this week's main yes. topic. So this week, we are going to talk about casseroles. <laughs> yes, we are. Because we are on our holiday diet, <laughs> and we don't care. <laughs> yep. So we yep. are going to talk about casseroles. What? Why are casseroles so wonderful? I think that... They're just always tasty uh-huh. and full of butter mm-hmm. and carbs. Mm-hmm. And something kind of nostalgic about them as well. I think you grow up, at least for me, living in the South. I mean, my, my family, my mama, my great-grandmother, they all made casseroles. Mm-hmm. They always had, like, certain dishes that you could expect. Yeah. And there was always, like, a good side dish casserole. Sometimes there's a meal casserole. But... I told you a few weeks ago, like, I had a really busy week at work, and I was like, the first thought that came to my mind was, you need to make some casseroles, Mm. because those bad boys will save you some time, you know, especially if it's like a meal casserole that you can serve everybody and eat for three days. Mm -hmm. Our ancestors knew what they were doing (laughs) when they invented these. I feel like casseroles were such a big part of my childhood. (laughs) You know, it's like you would have a... You know, you would have a dinner at the church, mm-hmm. and there would they'd have to label the casseroles. There were mm-hmm. so many of them. It's like, does that one have chicken in it or yeah. broccoli? <laughs> like, you just needed to know, yeah. you know. And I feel like I kind of went away from them for a while, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Like, just felt like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have casseroles. Well, I don't think casseroles are included in any of, like, the modern-day diets. Like, I don't think Whole30 has a casserole section or paleo. No. If they or, did, it was pro- it would probably have, like, shredded-up spaghetti squash in it. Yeah. Which is not quite what we're going to talk like about oats. today. Yeah, that yeah. didn't work. We're not going to talk about that. But So I feel like I've gone away from them, but I feel like I'm coming back. I am, too. To the casserole. I'm with you. And I'm happy about it. I am, too. Um, I'm happy about it. I, I took your lead... Because you talked about a couple of weeks ago when you're busy and you made some casseroles yeah. for the week. And I did that two weeks ago. Okay. I knew we were kind of a crazy week. And I made a big just like breakfast casserole. Oh, nice. Um, that we kind of ate on. It didn't last us too long because there's a lot of people in my yeah. family. But it was so good. Such so good filling. I know. Start the day off right. Mm-hmm. Most important meal of the day. Yeah. And well, well I mean, we ate it too. for dinner. Yeah, but still. Yeah. 
<laughs> you could have eaten it for breakfast. It just happened to be yeah. a breakfast casserole. <laughs> um, do you think, are casseroles southern? I think so, aren't but, they? I mean, is it a northern thing? Do northern people eat casseroles? Probably not good ones. <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, it's what are they putting a casserole? Clam chowder? Like I what? Just, what gross. Lobsters? Lobster, like that dip know. we had that the lobster in it. Oh, I threw that away, by the way. I but I'm it. just curious. Like, I don't know. Is it do so? I mean, I know we have a lot of listeners who are northern. Yeah, I would like to know. Do you all eat casseroles? Yeah, I'm gonna call out JC. JC at Hello Awesome Live. She's up north and she listens to us, and I need her to weigh in on this for yeah. sure. Like outside of the holidays, yeah. Do you all eat casseroles? Yeah. Okay. That's a good. That's a good thing like to differentiate because there's holiday casseroles and then there's just like year-round meal casseroles right like when i think holiday casserole i think this is gonna go on my plate next to the turkey yeah it's not the main dish right but it's a contender they may not i mean do you also eat holiday casseroles like i don't know do you eat sweet potato casserole i don't know if they do i'm asking jacy i have no idea I wasn't asking you, Liz. Oh, I'm sorry. I was asking Jason. I'm sorry. Jason, <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> we don't know. I don't know. Just let us know. Please. I, re- I truly want to know. Northern mom meets southern mom. <laughs> First question. Okay. Do you eat casseroles? <laughs> <laughs> Second question. Do they have sweet potatoes? <laughs> Third question. Is macaroni and cheese a vegetable? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is here. It is. So, I thought we could just share, like, if few of our favorite casseroles um okay because you know we like to eat yeah we do and we're on a holiday diet so and we're on a is, holiday diet and now is, i will say i kind of got stuck on holiday casseroles because i couldn't think past that okay because i was it's you know it's all i could think about yeah. and then i got really hungry yeah. and then i made one of these for oh, something else <laughs> and i just i don't awesome. know so I have two holiday side dish kind okay. of casseroles, yeah. and then I have one that's like a meal casserole. Okay, so. yeah, that's what I have. Oh wow, we didn't even plan that. Wow. Well, let's just go back and forth. What's okay. your first holiday? One? Okay, so these are kind of random, but these are oh. some of my favorites. Okay. okay, and so this first one, you're gonna make fun of me, but my grandmother used to make this, and I love it so much. It's called pineapple cheese casserole. Have you ever had this? Yes, I have. I love it. I have not had it in years, though. So, listen, hear me out, okay? I don't even like pineapple. I love pineapple. And so I'm one of those people. I can eat pineapple on pizza. I love it. Pepperoni and pineapple, that's my favorite pizza. I'm going to be I honest. I know that about you. I love it. Some people like ham and pineapple. No, no. Pepperoni and pineapple is where it's at. So, that's very controversial. Don't cancel me. I will Please keep listening. I will keep listening. <laughs> so, you take a can of pineapple chunks, and you drain the juice, but you reserve like six tablespoons of the juice. You mix one and a half cups of sugar with flour and shredded cheese, like a cup of cheddar cheese, like shredded cheddar cheese. Melted butter, like a quarter of a stick. Mix all that together. Then you throw your pineapple in there with it. So you just have this big mess of like cheese, pineapple, sugar, juice. There's... Pineapples rolling around. You had me at cheese and sugar. I know, right? It's good. (laughs) So so then you take a sleeve of Ritz crackers and you crush them up. Only good things happen with Ritz crackers. so good. So listen, you you crush them up. You soak them in butter. Mm. Then you layer that on top of the pineapple 
cheese flour sugar mixture. You put a little bit of that reserved pineapple juice on top, and then you cook it for like, I think it's like 350 for like 30 minutes. It's not that long. This is super, super easy to make. Do you make this on Thanksgiving? I do. Oh, well, no, more Christmas. More Christmas, I make this yeah. at Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Um, my, my Thanksgiving one is my next one, but it's so good. I mean, it's very, very cheesy, and the flour kind of helps it, like, stick together mm-hmm. so it does stay mm-hmm. a casserole. There's no eggs or anything like that. Like, most of this stuff, like, I have at my house now. Yeah. And I could just whip it up. That sounds so good. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. I might have to bring you some. I please do. Make it at Christmas. I'll bring you some. We could eat that on the podcast. I, you know, if you don't like pineapple, like you might not like I it. I don't like pineapple, but I do. I've had that and I like it's it. Buttery. Maybe it's just the Ritz cracker and the sugar and the cheese. <laughs> I don't even taste Emphasis on those. Yeah. Emphasis on those things. Mm, all right. Girl. I want to hear your casserole. So I'm, okay, first of all, if you've been listening for any length of time, you know that if I'm going to give you a recipe, it's going to be easy, number one. <laughs> and. It's just going to be basic. Three ingredients or less, right? Yeah. Well, this one. <laughs> I'm teasing. Almost. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> um, so, and I'm I'm taking into account that some of our listeners are not from the South. So mm-hmm. you may never have had this. We don't know. Okay. Um, I'm going green bean casserole. <sighs> that was mine. So that's my Thanksgiving. That was my next one. So green bean casserole is a big deal. It is. In my house with my boys. And it's become, in the last few years, we have it at Thanksgiving and Christmas um, because they love it so much. Mm-hmm. Now, girl, I just get the French's fried onions. I do that, too. And mm-hmm. I just look at the back of that because <laughs> I know all I need is milk, yeah. cream of mushroom soup, yeah. green beans, mm-hmm. salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. I just made this this week because I was um, making a dish for... Our local college was having a Thanksgiving meal for some of their international students, so I oh, signed cool. up for green bean casserole because it's the easiest thing in the entire world. Yeah. Dylan makes it every year hmm. now. But just a couple of tips for me. Mm-hmm. I always double the green beans because mm. it makes mm-hmm. more. Yeah. And I'm healthy like that. Yeah. <laughs> Less condensed soup. Less condensed soaked soup. In, soaked beans, yeah. But I always double the green beans because mm-hmm. it makes... So I don't even pay attention to what the green beans say on the back. I mm-hmm. just do double that. And I also don't ever listen to any of the onion ratios. I just do what I want to do. Yeah. And I want a lot of those crispy onions love on top of that green bean casserole. It's so good. Like, I want to get one of those with every Do you mix bite. some in? Oh, I mix them oh, in, I mix girl. Them in I mix yes. them in. Okay. And then I, like, I mix it in, and then I put them on top, too. Mm. And I'm not going to go through the whole recipe, but you literally can just... Put these items in your shopping cart, and it will be on the back of the French's fried onions. Mm. That's your number one ingredient. Easy. Green beans. You can use any type of green beans you want. I usually just use canned. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really good when I use my mama's canned green beans that she has canned. Oh, okay. That's the best. Ooh. Milk, cream of mushroom soup, mm-hmm. um, salt and pepper. Girl. I could eat it right now. I could eat a whole one. Sounds so good. So it's funny. Last year, Matt and I did this challenge, kind of a challenge. So we had, like, the pandemic last year, and we didn't see anybody for Thanksgiving as far as family. And we always, like, spend so much money on Thanksgiving. So last year we were like, I wonder, how, like, what's the cheapest things we can make for Thanksgiving? Just, you know, just to see. I mean, we weren't, like, short on money, but it was like, we always spend so much money. We always have so many people. It's just us. 
Like, what can we, what's the cheapest we can go? So I literally got everything that I needed to make a green bean casserole from Dollar Tree. Oh, yeah. They had the canned green beans. They had the onions. They had the soup. And then the crispy onions, did I say that? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's like all you need. Yeah. And I threw it together. And it was delicious. It was not, there was nothing wrong with that. No. So just, just a tip, like you can make that super cheap and it's still delicious. Another tip. Last the last, I would say two to three years, Aldi has had gluten free, the French onion, not French onion, the gluten free crispy onions. Oh yes, they have those now. Yeah, the I cans, um, or like the containers of mm-hmm. them. And I bought one when I first saw them several years ago, thinking these aren't going to be as good. I'm going to do a trial run before the actual holiday. Right. <laughs> Um, because Important. nobody else in my house is gluten free. But if I can, if I'm doing gluten free and I'm trying to prevent it, the cream of mushroom soup is hard though. But yeah. um, they're good. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell any difference. Good, any difference. So if you have to be gluten free, you can find those, and then you can make your own homemade cream of mushroom soup, which I do not know how to do. So you're gonna have to Google it. <laughs> but awesome. you can still have this casserole. So that's a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. So Aldi for the win. So it's funny, like, okay, so I'm. My next casserole is green bean casserole, and I'm still going to tell it because I do it a little differently than you do. Okay. But here's the thing. I make it a little bit so, I don't want to call it fancier, but, you know, it's like I love this recipe, and it's more work, but it is very delicious. But even after all that, Matt still just likes the, like, canned green beans, canned soup version of green bean casserole. Which I think mine is like way better, but doesn't always mean it's better. You know what I mean? That would be my family. I'd try I try something know. bougie and they'd be like, nope. But I've been making this recipe like since before I ever met him. So it's and, nostalgic like, just, for you. Yeah. Like it's your recipe. And, like yeah. like he, he just likes what he grew up with, which right. is fun. So this is not for everybody. But if you want to take up your green bean casserole Girl, I'll try it. game a notch. Green bean casserole is like, I mean, there are competitions out there among family members. Who's going to make the best green bean casserole? People fight over who gets to bring it because you know how that person is going to make it. Yeah. Kind of like mac and cheese. Yeah. You got to be real careful how you make mac and cheese and bring it to a, a potluck. You know, like you have to make it good. Oh, yeah. You can't make it out of the box. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, so I don't want to like get in competition with anybody here, but I use like the real green beans, and I snap them myself, like snap the ends off of them. I blanch them myself. Oh, you've, you've already lost them. That's my too, way too much work like for me the for the holidays. Yeah. But it's so good. Oh, I'm it's sure it so is. Good. I'm and sure it they're is. crispy, you know, like the crunchier green mm-hmm. beans. I love it. But sometimes I like the mushy too. It's just like, it depends on what you're feeling. But I do make my own cream of mushroom instead of like buying the canned soup. So and you probably make yours gluten-free. Well, you you have to have a tablespoon of flour oh, okay. for the roux. So that's but that's all that's in it. Well, my mother in law makes it too, but I don't. She must either use leave the flour out, or she does like um, gluten free flour or some. Right. Because you can do those you can do it that way. But it's heavy cream, so you make a roux. You make heavy cream. You toss the mushrooms into it, the onion, the garlic. And you let that all kind of simmer and get thicker, and then you can add more cream to it and get it thicker, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Then you blanch the green beans, and you're making it all in a cast iron skillet. That's the other hot tip. I make it mm. in a cast iron skillet, make it on the stove top, put in the green beans, put in. I do 
buy the crunchy onions because ain't nobody got time for that. Come on. And then stir in that, top it, and then put it in the oven in the same pan that I cooked it on the stovetop. So that's why I like to use okay. the skillet. Mm-hmm. So then it really, like, comes together. But the closest recipe I found online to what I do is Alton Brown. So he's like a, a celebrity chef guy. And it's just Google Alton Brown's best ever green bean casserole. And he does it in a skillet, too. It's so good. I just he want, makes his own crispy onions, though. I'm not doing that. I just want you to make that for me. <laughs> Okay, because odds are I'm it's not so going to do that. But it sounds delicious. It's like a better, it's like a, a gourmet version, mm-hmm. if you will, and it yeah. does take longer. But if I'm making it for a special occasion, like I'll go yeah. to the trouble. But if I'm making it any other time of year, I'm like, meh. Yeah, that <laughs> you know? sounds so good. It's really good. So, yeah, anyway. yum, yum. <laughs> Why didn't we bring some casseroles? I know. To this? <laughs> um, my next one. Is one that I typically make for Christmas, depending on what type of meat we're having at Christmas. Now, we always travel for Thanksgiving, so we typically don't cook. We've only been home for Thanksgiving, like maybe two years that we've, that David and I've cooked, um, because we typically travel. But Christmas Day, we always cook, and David always does some type of fancy meat. Right. Um, As you do. As you do. Um, usually like, um, what are those called? Like a beef, not beef Wellington. I want to keep saying that, but that's like a brisket or like, no, no, like a beef, like it looks like a pork loin, but it's beef. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. What are those called? It's not a tenderloin. Like a beef tenderloin. Yeah. Yeah. And then he'll make a fancy sauce that goes with it. I tend to like to keep my sides pretty simple Mm -hmm. because I kind of want to enjoy the day. Right. And. He liked, for relaxation for him is to have some time during the day when he's, you know, cooking a fancy meat. Mm-hmm. That's not relaxation for me. Mm-hmm. So I try to keep it simple. So we typically will do green bean casserole again, the easy version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but another one that I like, um, and I like this too if we ever do a ham. He's done a ham on the green egg too um, mm. before, which is really good. And I, I don't even love ham. But on the green egg. That sounds good. It's really good. Um, is corn casserole. <gasps> I love a corn casserole. So this is, I feel like I should be on Food Network for <laughs> simplest recipes of all time. Oh, it's so good, though. It's the Jiffy Corn Casserole. Oh, and, so good. And, oh, my goodness. I saw somebody post about it this week, and I actually didn't make it last year at Christmas, but I'm going to make it oh, That's nostalgic year. for me, too. I grew up with that. Oh, it's so good and unhealthy. Oh, and, delicious. you know, you put the word you know, corn on there, and you think maybe it's going to be healthy. Well, it's not. Oh, there's no nutritional value no. in anything Eggs, <laughs> like that. butter, sour cream. Mm. You do um, the whole can kernels, like a can oh, yeah. of that, and then you do um, another can of the creamed corn because yep. that makes it so That's soft the and trick. gooey. That's the trick. Soft and gooey. And then it's a box of the Jiffy Corn Muffin Mix. Mm-hmm. Girl. This stuff's so good. I'm not going to go into the whole recipe. We'll post it this week. You can actually Google this too, the Jiffy Corn Casserole. Yeah. It's so easy. And you're basically just putting all this stuff together, pouring it in and baking it. And it's good. It always turns out so good. It's like a little sweet, but mm-hmm. it's like buttery and like gooey. And oh. Like, oh, I just love it so much. Like, it is so I good. I could eat that for breakfast, to be honest. And oh. I'd feel like this is a good breakfast. I it's could eat a healthy that breakfast. right now. <laughs> yeah. So good. It is so good. Um, so that's my other one that 
typically don't have that at Thanksgiving because, like I say, we travel to at Thanksgiving, and that's not a dish that has been a typical Thanksgiving dish. Yeah. You couldn't make it at Thanksgiving. You can, yeah. For us, it's been more of like a Christmas Christmas dish. Yeah. Oh, I'm hungry, Liz. I know, right? It's almost Thanksgiving. Why we can, we, do, we can why, make it. Why do we do these episodes I when know. I was getting hungry? <laughs> All right, what's your last one? You said you had a meal. Okay, casserole. my last one is a meal, and it's called Million Dollar Spaghetti. Have you ever had Ooh, Million Dollar Spaghetti? I have. It's so good. I have not made that in a long time. I made it, like, last month. And it was like a take, I was taking a dinner to somebody and I was like, this is so good. And everybody likes it. Like little kids like it too. Yes. My family would love that. It's so easy, but it lasts forever. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of like lasagna without like the headache of lasagna. Mm -hmm. Lasagna is a headache. Am I wrong? Yeah, it is. If you break a noodle, like the whole thing is just, it's a wash. So anyway, you basically just, you make your meat sauce, you boil your noodles, you go ahead and you mix the noodles and the meat together. Okay, so you got your spaghetti, it's all mixed up. You do a later layer of your noodle mix mixture, and then you layer it again with ricotta cheese mixed with cream cheese. So I don't know how much. You can look up any recipe you want online. It'll be on there. But you, it's like a mixture, so you layer that on top of mm. your you know, noodles that you put down, and then you do another lay of, layer of noodles and sauce. And then you do another layer of cheese. Mm. Then you got one more layer of the noodles on top. You can do dollops of cheese on the top. Or I do like a little bit of that mixture. But then I'd also do like some shredded mozzarella on the top. So it'll like get crisp on the top. And I think you put it in for like 350 or 4. And you bake it for like, you know, 30 minutes. It does not take long to bake because it's already pretty cooked. Mm-hmm. But by the time you bake it, that ricotta cheese... And some people use cottage cheese. I don't go for that. I like the ricotta cheese because of the chunks. The consistency is just better. It's meltier. But when you take it out of the oven and you get it, it's so cheesy and melty and gooey and delicious. If you want to sub the red meat, I use ground turkey. But some people use ground sausage for the meat. That's really good. So you have, like, the sausage, the savory, the cheesy. It's real good. Oh. It's so unhealthy. But I'm telling you, it'll feed a crowd for cheap. And it's really, really good. This is a recipe, and this is so funny because I'm going to have to go home because this is something that's in one of my old cookbooks that before, like, Pinterest and online Mm -hmm. recipes, I used to make this when David and I were first married all the time. But it was called spaghetti pie, the one I made specifically. But it's very similar. Yeah. And I made it all the time. And it was just the two of us, and we could, like, eat on it for a week. Yeah. And I feel like it got better the taste went on. <laughs> like, it was like, I don't know. I don't know what it was. The flavors um, kept melding together. I have to go home and look for that because it's, so it's very similar. Yeah. Um, oh. But it's so easy. Like, my girls will eat it because it's literally just spaghetti with more cheese. Right. So they're thrilled. And then I'm full after like three bites because it's just very heavy. But it lasts so long. You could even make it with gluten free noodles. Too. You could. Yeah. You can do, you can do whatever you like. That sounds good. I wish make some of that. I don't have the energy to do that. I don't either. I could eat it, but I don't want to make it. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it just takes a little bit longer than making like an actual spaghetti dinner. But again, you'll eat it and it freezes well. Mm -hmm. It does freeze very well. Anything spaghetti or spaghetti sauce freezes well. Yeah. FYI. Yeah. Yeah. My last one, um, one more is a breakfast casserole. I've talked about it before because I make it for Christmas every single year. Yes. It's the easiest breakfast casserole you ever make. I have several breakfast casseroles I make on the rig. Mm. I made a hash brown one. I Um, love hash brown casserole. I made that 
that's what I made a couple of weeks ago. Nice. And it was very good. The boys loved it. Um, but this one is just super simple. If you have kids, because it doesn't have any kind of like, which I like the ones that have like green peppers and onions and stuff in Ooh, them. Ooh, I do but too. But this one doesn't. Okay. So what, my favorite thing about it is you make it the night before. So I always make it on Christmas Eve, put it in the fridge because it has to sit overnight. I'm going to send you this picture because it's like in a cookbook oh, yeah. of mine. That, and the whole page is dirty because I have used this. <laughs> so I've times. made this for Christmas every year since David and I have been married. That's awesome. Um, and it's bread. White bread is the best. Which I never buy. I buy white bread one time a year for this casserole. Let's get this bread. Right? Let's get this bread. <laughs> exactly. White bread, a pound of sausage. Um, six eggs, milk, salt and pepper, and cheese. And that's it. That sounds good. And it is so simple. Kids love it. Mm -hmm. You can make it with spicy sausage or non-spicy sausage. Um, if your kids don't like spicy sausage. So easy to throw together on Christmas Eve. Put it in the fridge and then you just... I typically just put it in the oven like... It takes 45 minutes... Or 40 minutes, sorry. So I'll put it in like... So we're kind of wrapping up gifts. Yeah. You know, we want kind of... Mm -hmm. you know, that's awesome. It's the best. I love it. I love making things ahead. Me too. Because I, I don't want to get up and cook on Christmas morning, but I want to have a casserole. On Thanksgiving, like this year, every year, I always make all my casseroles on like Tuesday and Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I wake up on Thanksgiving morning. I'm watching the parade. Yeah. And I'll throw things in there to reheat. Girls have her mimosa. Yeah, right. She don't care. Oh, She's not making that sweet potato casserole from scratch. <laughs> I do make it from scratch. Oh, I but do But not too. on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I oh. make it on Wednesday. Now, I do make... If I'm making a sweet potato casserole, I do make it from scratch. Yeah, it's like good. the Southern Living one with the pecans that I yes. have picked out of my backyard. And oh, okay. Because yeah, we do have pecan tree. You do. Um, so, yeah, it's straight up. And stuffing I make from scratch. Yeah, I do that too. Like the crusty bread. Mm, there's not many things like I make from scratch, but those are two. It's good. <laughs> it's so good. I'm making all that this year. I'm making green bean casserole, sweet potato casserole, dressing. And then we're making the fried turkey. And then everybody else is bringing other stuff. But I was like, I'm going to provide the staples. And then everybody else can bring Gosh, everything else. I Rolls just, and pies and all the things. I got so excited just now as you were saying all those things <laughs> to eat on Thanksgiving. I know. Like, I, oh my gosh. I love it. And my mother-in-law, we're going to David's family this year. And she makes a crockpot macaroni and cheese. Oh, that, that is, so is good. out of this world. That's good. And I will make it for Christmas. That'll probably be our second side for Christmas. That's your second vegetable. It's my second vegetable. Right. <laughs> oh, my word. It's so good. Yeah. Anything in a crock pot. Oh, mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. We're having those. Somebody's bringing those. I'm so hungry. My, my mother-in-law's bringing stewed apples. She's making homemade ginger snaps. Girl. Yeah. She's making something else, too. My sister-in-law's making a charcuterie board. Oh. We're going all out. We're going to be eating for the next three days on that. I, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Don't get me started on fried turkey. Don't even get oh, me started. No. So it's the so years, good. The years that we've been home for Thanksgiving and the years that... There's been a couple of years we've done this at Christmas. David will eat fried turkey. And yeah. it is the best turkey you'll ever eat. Well, I think... We're just going to need to wrap this up quickly because I need to go home and eat dinner after all that. So, you want to hit us with the business? <laughs> we need to go make some casseroles. Mm -hmm. you know? mm. So, the business usually the same. So, 
we'd love for you to leave us a voice memo. You can do that on our Instagram at Boy Mom Meets Girl Mom. You go to send us a DM and then you see a little microphone. You can hold it down and send us a voice memo that way and we'll play it on the pod. Or you can send us an email at boymommeetsgirlmom at gmail.com. We'd love to read that. Ask us any questions, share any funny stories from your weekly recap. And we'll respond to it, and that'll be fun. And you can also subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. We'd really appreciate that. If you're listening and you're not subscribed, just hit the button. Just hit the button. And then it automatically downloads the episode for you. So that's fun, too. And I think that's it. Did I miss anything, Amanda? That was great, Liz. I think the only thing I'd like to say is I hope you all have a very happy Thanksgiving. (gasps) Happy Thanksgiving. And we're all very thankful. Amanda and I are very thankful for all of you listening to the podcast. Thank you for a great year so far. Anything you'd like to add? Enjoy your casseroles this yeah. week. <laughs> follow the holiday diet plan. Yeah, and follow your holiday diet fun. plan. <laughs> Eat all of those casseroles and then take a brisk 30-minute walk. Yeah. <laughs> but you do you. You don't yeah. have to take the walk. No. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, yeah. I probably won't on Thanksgiving either. Maybe. I might walk over to the computer to check out the Black Friday sales. That might be all I'm doing on Thursday. Black Friday on Thursday. Don't get me started on that either. All right, so today's Daily Dose of Dolly. A peacock who rests on its feathers is just another turkey. Thank you.
Hey, Amanda. Hey, Liz. That was weird. I said that it weird. That was like your brain. Hey, Amanda. <sighs> okay, sorry. That's a good outtake. <laughs> good blooper. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. <laughs>